0: Welcome to One Quick Thought. We've been talking about vulnerability on One Quick Thought. Wanna keep that up one more time. What are we gonna talk about today? Well, in previous episode, we talked about why are we afraid of vulnerability? Today, we're gonna talk about something else, how to love vulnerability, how to love it. Now, I'm not gonna tell you that I got it down. There are moments when I don't wanna be vulnerable, I'm really afraid. So it's not like we're searching for perfection here. But I can tell you this, our relationship with God and our relationship with other people will change radically when we're able to be more vulnerable. What does it come down to though? Well, let me explain it this way. There's two paths that we can take with regard to vulnerability. We can have a closed heart or we can have an open heart. A closed heart, that's pride we fear vulnerability. What we are afraid of is admitting our insecurities, admitting our weaknesses, talking about the things we can't figure out, sharing with people our thoughts, our motives, and how our thoughts and motives affect our emotions and our decisions and our choices. And oftentimes pride that fears vulnerability will get angry anytime it has to be vulnerable we we'll walk around feeling embarrassed. We can, I don't know about you, but I can feel embarrassed about my appearance. I can feel embarrassed about my intelligence. I can feel embarrassed about my background, whether I went to the right school, the wrong school, studied the right subject, the wrong subject. All these kinds of things can make me afraid of vulnerability and close off my heart. And I know I can see it in my relationships when I'm being prideful, I don't wanna share certain things. I literally think in my head, I don't want to tell this person that and oftentimes I give myself the excuse of saying I don't want to tell this person that because I don't trust them but really it's not a trust issue for me it's a pride issue maybe you can relate to that closing off my heart there's another option open hearts open hearts what they have as a quality is humility and guess what humility loves vulnerability humility is what I often say is the absence of insecurity. It isn't that you're not insecure about anything. It's that you're unwilling to allow insecurity to dominate or control your life. You're a little bit like that Billy Joel song, I love you just the way you are. It's an old one for some of you youngsters out there, but it's worth listening to. God loves us just the way we are. It doesn't mean he doesn't want us to grow and get better. He does, but he loves us first he's interested in a second, and he has a plan for our life third. So God looks at us and says, I can take you just the way you are, be vulnerable with me, share everything you dream about, hope for, worry about, doubt, and let me help you get where you wanna go. All of us have in our hearts these deep, deep dreams, but unfortunately, oftentimes, our pride is a defense mechanism that won't let them come out because we feel like we'll be embarrassed or humiliated. That's a closed heart. We don't want a closed heart. We want an open heart. Think of an open heart as uh, the Golden State Warriors offense. When you watch Golden State Warriors play basketball, it is a joy to watch because they share the basketball with their teammates. They play with joy. No one plays with greater joy than Steph Curry except the old timer, Magic Johnson maybe. And that's being an open heart. But a closed heart, go back to the old basketball, the old days, the 90s and the 80s. Iso basketball. I love Charles Barkley, but Charles would just back the guy down, back him down, back him down. And you know, it's kind of it kind of closes the game up instead of opening it up. We wanna open up, not close up. You understand what I'm saying? I know you do. I understand too that we see this a lot in our own personal relationships before we even see it in our relationship with God. So what are we gonna do right there? We're gonna start loving vulnerability. How? 2 Corinthians 12:7. Paul is talking about all the amazing things that has happened in his life spiritually with God in verses one through six. He's had miraculous things take place in his life, through his life. He's seen amazing things that men are not allowed to see. And then he goes on and explains, well, I got all these blessings and I got this amazing opportunity. But verse seven, so to keep me from becoming proud, he starts off as like, yeah, I had a lot going for me, but the worst thing that could happen to me is pride, and God doesn't want me to be proud. Have you ever thought about that? You know, for most of my life, I thought pride was the best thing that could happen to me. But as you read the Bible, when you learn about Jesus, you realize, Jesus was not proud. Jesus had an absence of insecurity because Jesus was just who he was, Jesus said, look, I know that God loves me. I know God's interested in me. And I know God's got a plan for my life. Wow. That's good news. I'm good. He didn't worry about being better than someone else, having a better car or having a better phone or having a better house or having a better job or going to a better school. He was just very content where he was. That's humility. Humility, in a sense, is the impenetrable confidence of someone who's not worried about what everybody thinks. So to keep me from becoming proud, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger for Satan to torment me and keep me from becoming proud. Three different times I begged the Lord to take it away. Each time he said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I'm glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me. You know, Paul calls this thorn in his flesh, message from Satan. We can look at that a million different ways. But one of the things Satan wants to do is tempt us to abandon God. He wants to tempt us to not be vulnerable anymore. He wants to tempt us and pull us into saying, I'm gonna be proud, I'm not gonna be vulnerable, I'm just gonna go out there and act like I've got it all together. And Paul's like, nope, that's not the solution. The best thing you can do is go out there and be yourself. And when you're yourself, you're gonna have weaknesses. One of the most important things that happened to me as a Christian is understanding that I have weaknesses, I have sins and that's okay, it's called being human. And human beings can see their need for God. Why? Because they're willing to see their weaknesses, they're willing to see their sins and not hate themselves, but understand that God loves us, God is interested in us, and God has a plan for our life and take that good news and be able to boast about weaknesses. Boasting about weaknesses, is saying, I'm willing to be vulnerable, this is just who I am. You know, I used to love making omelets, big thing. You know what I did? I'd make a a cheese omelet, but I'm gonna tell you something else. You know what I would add to my cheese omelet? Wait for it, raisins. I know, I know you go, raisins? Yes, for some reason, when I was in my early 20s, 21, 22, 23, I loved to put raisins in my omelets. That's right, you said, that is terrible. You are weird, you are strange. This is the worst. Exactly. We're all weird and strange. God still loves us, God still interested us, God still has a plan for us. You know what it took for me to share that story with you? A little vulnerability to let you in. That's what grabbing a hold of humility, the humility that comes from the security that know that God loves us, God has a plan for us and that God is interested in our life. You know, Richard E. Simmons III wrote a book called The Power of a Humble Life. And he really talks about what I believe is how you overcome pride and how pride gets in the way of us living humbly and being able to access an intimate and personal relationship with God just the way we are. He starts out in this section of the book with the question, what will people think about me? One of my big conclusions in life is I was so consumed and still can not be so consumed with people who think about me that I don't have the capacity to boast in my weaknesses or be vulnerable. And remember, when you boast in your weaknesses, if we look back at 2 Corinthians 12, 7 through 9, verse 9, God's power works best in weakness. That means the weaker we are, the more powerful God is. How about that? The weaker you are, the weaker I am, the more powerful God is. Why is that? God loves us, that's why. God's interested in us, that's why. God has a plan for us, that's why. God's kind of like, you ever hear that song about Jesus take the wheel? I think a number of people, I think Carrie Underwood sang that song, I think Dolly Parton sang that song, I think that's who sang it. That's about letting go and saying, you know what God, I'm not gonna try to control what people think about me, I'm just gonna have the humility to say, I'm totally confident that you love me, totally confident that you're interested in me, and totally confident that you have a plan for my life, and I'm gonna take that good news to the bank and cash it in. Richard E. Simmons explains what people think about me, This question operates in our lives in some form or fashion and can impact us emotionally, psychologically, and even spiritually. I am sure you recognize this to be true of your life, but what is this really all about? There's a simple answer, the pride of life. In order to be vulnerable, we have to be humble. We have to let go of being concerned about what people think about us and focus on what God thinks about us. What does God think about us? He loves us, he's interested in us, he has a plan for our life. All of us have a decision to make after our little series on vulnerability. Am I gonna have an open heart? or am I gonna have a closed heart? Pride is the unwillingness to see our need for God. That's a closed heart. It's locked up. It's not gonna let anybody know weaknesses. It's not gonna let anybody know thoughts. It's not gonna let anybody know motives. It's not gonna let anybody know emotions. And it's not, as Brene Brown has taught us in previous episodes, it's not gonna lead to a rich life and a deep experience of relationship with God and people. Then there's an open heart, humble. It's like a bird going free. My son Jordan wrote a poem years ago. My son Jordan has autism. And he wrote a poem about when he was able to get a device that we got him and software that we got him that allowed him to communicate better because he has speech and language challenges. And he wrote, it was like he was a bird being set free out of a cage. That's what having an open heart is. The humility, the willing CRD for God, the willing to say, God, I want it. I want your love. I want your interest in me. I want your plan for me. And in a dark and discouraging world, that's good news. Thanks for listening. This has been One Quick Thought.